For those who prefer Linux or are simply curious about Linux and other open source technologies, this is Category 5 Technology TV. Broadcasting from Barrie, Ontario, Canada, get ready for a unique and interactive viewing experience. Have a question? Call 2545-CAT5TV or email live at category5.tv. And now, here's your host, Robbie Ferguson. Welcome to episode number 261 of Category 5 Technology TV. It's Tuesday, September the 18th, wow. 2012. Hey, Krista. Hey, Robbie. How you doing? Oh, I'm good and such. You, you had enough of me this week? Oh, I've seen you too often. We've been busy. You don't give me a chance to forget what you look like. This is like... And that's the problem. The end... <laughs> I can't delete it from my mind. <laughs> All the shiny glare. Mm-hmm. Nightmares. The the vignette kind of helps with the glare, doesn't it? It does a bit. If you I actually crouch down. Yeah. It's a little more. Yeah, yeah the that's vignette good. helps. That's good. That's very good. That's why they put it there, folks. That's the magic of TV. No, we've been busy because this mm-hmm. is literally the last regular episode of Category Five, Season Five. Next week is our. I know. Party. It's exciting. So very much looking. Are there going to be party hats? That's a good idea. Oh, so there weren't. There weren't, but mm. Krista always comes up with the greatest ideas. And those little annoying things that you blow and they go... Like, I've got I an air horn left over from Eric's birthday. Oh. That might be kind of cool. People That'll suffice. Like that. That's good. Yeah. If this is your first time watching Category 5 Technology TV, welcome. And uh, mm-hmm. nice to have you here. If you're local, if you're from Barrie or the area, uh, we hope to see you next week. Uh, Tuesday night, we're going to be uh, at this very time. Well, about 6.30, we're going to be opening the doors at Barrie Free Methodist Church on Cundles Road East. And uh, we've basically got access to the uh, auditorium there, nice big gymnasium uh, with a stage. And we're going to be mm-hmm. set up with uh, Krista, myself, uh, Eric will be there, Hillary, Sasha, uh, Abigail, and Erica. Uh, also Erica mm-hmm. and uh, and also uh, Carrie Webb is going to be joining us, which is oh, pretty exciting. She mm-hmm. was here uh, for seasons one and two. So Carrie Webb fans, uh, don't miss next week. We've got lots and lots of prizes to give away at our fifth anniversary mm-hmm. party. So that's something that... So you best be there. You best be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really excited about it, though, because it, it's kind of a landmark for Category 5, because five years mm-hmm. is a pretty big deal for any... Uh, Type I, of I, anniversary. Well, anything. you want to say company, but you know we're a volunteer organization. Right. Everybody's a volunteer here at Category 5, so it's a little bit different how we structure things. But to have been on the air for five years every single week for 261 weeks is, is pretty unheard of as far as you know any kind of TV mm-hmm. program. Usually you get about 20, 20 to 30 uh, episodes per season. We're a full 52 episodes, sometimes 53, wow. in the course of five years. Nice to see our chat room, and uh, yeah, some familiar faces there. Make sure you invite your friends. Next week, we've got prizes not just for the in-studio audience, but also for those of you who are watching from home if you're unable to be here physically in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we regret that you can't be here uh, actually, you know, to shake our hands and, and uh, we, we have that meet and greet time after the show that really looking forward to meeting some of you. But uh, if you can't be here for that aspect of the show, I, I'm going to love having you just joining us in the chat room, joining us to, as a viewer uh, from wherever you're watching as well. Anywhere in the world. 
cool. Yeah, absolutely. Very yeah. cool. I'm going to let you uh, kind of tell us what's coming up in the news uh, tonight. Yes. Is, I think I mentioned is a viewer question extravaganza. That's when we go through your viewer questions. We're mm-hmm. going to kind of wrap things up on, uh, you know, go back to our, our grassroots here at Category 5. What is this show? It's really about that interactive uh, nature of the show, being able to ask your questions, and, and uh, hopefully we give you good answers as well. So uh, so we're going to be taking your viewer questions tonight. Also, I've got the uh, cat phone is uh, is opened up for you. If you want to give us a call tonight, uh, feel free to give us a call just to uh, tell us what you think of the show. Uh, it's your chance to, to say hello as we kind of wrap up Season 5. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, cool. Would you like to hear the last of Season 4 news teaser? That's what I meant. La- season 5. No. No, this is the this last, is of, last season- of Season 5. This the fifth is anniversary rings in season six. Oh, see, it's it's confusing, it's right? Confusing to because me, even. Season I'm one happens last before, of season five. Season one happens before the first anniversary. By the time right. the first anniversary happens, we've already been on the air for one year. So that means season two is beginning. So now we're actually ending mm-hmm. season five with our fifth anniversary, which is where it gets confusing, and then season six begins. I get it now. Two weeks from tonight, yeah. And I'm hoping that if I was confused, maybe other people were confused too, so I'm not all Mathematically, it gets pretty confusing. Yeah. And if not, then, you know, no one said I was smart. I'm just here. (laughs) (laughs) But for the news, let's have a a look at what's coming up in the newsroom, folks. Thanks, Krista. Mm-hmm. So, if U.S. patents are a sign of things to come, Microsoft is working on immersive virtual reality. What? Mm. Nice. Sounds impressive. Ebook sales in the U.K. are way up. Nice. Apple shares have reached nearly $700 per share. A new laser injection what? system could replace needles with Star Trek-like injections. Okay. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Anything that's Star oh, Trek like, you think it's just peachy keen, just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What else can we do that's Star Trek like? Uh-huh. Let it be in the past. Let it flutter away. Forget about it. Forget about it. Is that Star Trek? Forget about it. She's I don't know. I've never seen Star Trek. Captain Picard. Not, Forget about not it. <laughs> not Forget trying to quote. It. I'm telling you. No, that was in the past. Line. That was the wrong show, Krista. <laughs> Also, mm. coming up in the newsroom. Oh, you got more? I do. Are and you serious? Yes. Well, wow. you know, you just kind of like... What a news day. Think you can talk whenever. I heard Star Trek. It's not like, like it's your show. This is my thing. I got to put the camera on both of us, you know. Mm-hmm. I heard something about We're Star not Trek. done here. Okay. No, just you wait, folks. Also, on today's to-do list, sue Facebook. When? Use the money to fund a, fund a competing social network. Good idea. Stick around. Mm. These stories are coming up later in the show. Could work for somebody. Well, Could who wouldn't want to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and also, I feel oh. obligated to like mention, not obligated, but that I should mention right now. I always forget to do this. What? But I should mention that Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. And the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Have you ever forgotten to do that? I think a couple times. Oh, no. Yeah, and so I just like watching, I just like phase over, and I'm like, oh, it's too late. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know, it can happen. You know, to even the best of yous. I guess yeah. if I'm the best of yous, then there and also, I'll cover that. We got this fancy little snail mail postcard Whoa. here. Snail mail, nice. Yes. Aw, let's have a look. It is from Robert Unitic. Hey, Robert. Says, I was getting very slow responses from your server, so I'm writing you a postcard. Oh. It's a little 
ironic. There's an idea. Like your if server, the web is, server slow, is slow. I will put this in the mail. <laughs> Post it. That'll get there quicker. That gets funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then he's dated it. Okay. So what's that? The what's eight the is August. August twenty seventh of twenty twelve. Okay, so that took At three noon. weeks to get here. Pacific time. Daylight time, I guess. <laughs> Is my server still acting up? <laughs> he says, I would like to be a member. When, oh, you, cool. when you do live video interview, what service do you use and how do you connect it to Telestream? Nice. I like how that went from uh, your web host stinks to... I would like to join. I'd like to be a part of your wonderful community of viewers. We must not be that bad. Here's a question I'd like you to answer for me. That's that very sweet awesome. to send a postcard. We yeah. don't get enough postcards. We love we, getting we them. We love getting love postcards. It. Let's take a look at what we have here. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. From the glorious hand cam. Look at that. A bonsai tree. A ram. It even took three stamps to get here. And, and here it is. And there's our address. We'd love to receive a postcard from you. Category 5 TV at Postal Box 29009, Barrie, Ontario, Canada. L4N7W7. Mm-hmm. That the candid shot right there. That's the up your the nose shot. The candid up the nose shot, yeah. Hey, yeah. the cat phone is open, 2545-CAT5TV. If you want to give us a call, tell us what you thought about Season 5. We'd love to know where you're calling from. And uh, also, you know, let us know how you've been enjoying the show, what you've really enjoyed about the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd love to hear from you at any point throughout the course of the show tonight. This is your show. So, welcome. Nice to have you here. Also, just to note, if you are using a mobile phone, just uh, head on over to m.cat5.tv and uh, get it. Oh, here. I understand. I didn't know what he was doing because I it's didn't like, look at the screen. Are you doing that to me? I didn't look at the screen. I was like, oh. CGI confuses her. I was getting a little strange in his older age. <laughs> older age. Thanks for that. You had a birthday this year, didn't you? I did have a birthday yeah, this so year. We're all it wasn't. Older. It wasn't a milestone birthday, though. Well, it was a birthday. It was a birthday. <laughs> you have some of those too. Yep, yep. All right, folks. So get your questions in live at Category Five TV or in the chat room. Uh, Krista's watching the chat room. I've got the chat room up in a couple of screens here in front of me, and uh, and we'd love to hear from you. And don't forget about the cat phone open tonight two five four five Cat Five TV if you would like to give us a call. We'll be right back after this quick break. At EcoAlkalines, we believe you should be able to trust your batteries not just here, but here, here, and here. But with one exception, you should also be able to trust your batteries here. EcoAlkalines are the world's first and only certified carbon-neutral battery manufactured to the highest standards of recycling and quality, without any trace amounts of harmful chemicals like mercury, lead, or cadmium. EcoAlkalines provide performance that rivals leading national alkaline battery brands at a comparable price. Find out more about the EcoAlkalines difference. EcoAlkalines.com Are you in or near Barrie, Ontario, or feel like making the journey? Meet the on-air crew of Category 5 Technology TV in person on Tuesday, September 25th, as we celebrate five years of bringing you free technology TV. The live show will be held at Barrie Free Methodist Church on Cundles Road East in Barrie, and admission is absolutely free. There will be prizes during the show for those who attend, as well as a meet and greet following the live broadcast. Doors open at 6.30 p.m., and we hope to see you there. Don't miss this time of celebration with the on-air crew from Category 5 Technology TV, both past and present, Tuesday, September 25th at 6.30 p.m. For more details, visit Category5.tv. 
This is Category 5 Technology TV, and our website is www.category5.tv. You'll find all of our info info down there at the bottom, Category 5 TV on uh, on Twitter. We'd love to have you follow us, uh, especially if you're new to the show. It's a great way to find out kind of what's going on in the world of Category 5 Technology TV. We're going to be mm-hmm. seeing some really cool stuff happening over the next little while uh, as we start up Season 6. Uh, one of the things that we're really, really working toward is being able to do more on-location uh, broadcasts. Really looking forward to getting some uh, some companies involved in hosting the mm-hmm. show, you know, where we can sit down and have a live in-studio audience. And next week is going to be uh, one of those fantastic shows. At the anniversary mm-hmm. show, Krista, we've got some spectacular prizes to give away. Uh, we've got a couple of Zios mm. units. So that's that HD device that you can hook up to your TV. And it's HDMI out, 1080p. Cool. And gives you Netflix. Wow. Gives you uh, basically an Android screen up on your TV. So you've got access wow. to the internet. You can surf the web. Plug in a USB keyboard or wireless keyboard if you want. And just sit on the couch wow, and enjoy. Wow, very cool. Or put your like you know 32-inch LED TV right in front of you on your desk. And uh, <laughs> run it off of the uh, the Zios with uh, with a simple keyboard and mouse might be a little bit of fun. Uh, we've got those to give away. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, year worth of phone service. Your your long distance for Canada and the U.S. Uh, we're going to be giving away a couple of Magic Jack Plus devices. Those are the really Excellent. good, the new gen Magic Jack devices. Everybody's heard of Magic Jack, mm-hmm. but the next gen is the Magic Jack Plus which doesn't require a computer. Oh. So you can excellent. actually wire it in you wire it into your home phone system that's as good. far as you know being able to plug a phone into the phone jack. That's something we're going to be looking at in season 6 and uh, it's basically it's phone service through your internet connection and you can call anywhere in Canada or the US absolutely free and uh, we're going to be giving those away. Beautiful. We've got a gift basket from LEI Electronics Inc. worth over $130. Uh, lots wow. of great prizes in that basket. And it, basically, we're setting it up for you so that everybody who attends the event next week is going to walk away with something. something. Fantastic. Yeah. So something tangible. Up. And uh, and then we've got those great uh, kind of door prizes as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a free event, as the commercial said there, but uh, we're really looking forward to having you there. Uh, if you're If you're planning to go please invite uh, you know all your friends family staff members customers mm-hmm. uh absolutely everybody we want to pack out that aud- auditorium and uh like i say we've got some great prizes going to be an awesome event and it's absolutely free to come join us so cool wonderful yeah well what do you think questions what do i think that's a big question Watch out. That's a, there so, goes the okay, show. Okay, on a, on a limited viewpoint, would you like to, uh, you know? Yeah, sure. Hear some questions? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's all I want to know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, starting off, there was a question last week from Dave. Um, hey, Dave. And just to reiterate, reiterate it so everyone knows uh, what we're looking at, he said, I'm looking for a simple HTML, no PHP or database, just HTML website right. for my consulting business. Probably no more than five pages. Can you recommend a good site to find some website templates that I can edit to suit my needs? Yeah, I remember that question. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't really have the a really great answer, but I knew that Garby would. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Garby is is really into you know he knows a lot about those kinds of sites uh, being able to download that kind of stuff so but he wasn't in the chat room that night mm-hmm. so do tell so he did actually send in an email here thanks Garby and he says let's just scroll down in response to um, someone was asking for plain HTML sites he says for the first one here you can check out Theme Forest. 
at www.themeforest.net. Themeforest.net. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just a note that I will put uh, links in the show notes for episode number 261. So everything that Chris says. Perfect. Everything will be there. I'm going to actually include that in the links. So you can go to category5.tv, go to the episodes, and 261 is the, na- the number here. Good. What was it? Theme? Themeforest.net. Forest.net. It says okay. here it's from the people at Uvanto where people can post their templates for sale. All right. Um, from oh, okay. ones for content management systems to play in HTML or even the PSD oh, files. Oh, I see. Yeah, WordPress, uh, site templates, marketing, content management systems, Joomla, Drupal, uh, other e-commerce solutions. Wow, a little great. bit of everything, eh? Yeah. What a great resource. So that's uh, themeforest.net. I like the idea that it's uh, all different uh, designers, too. Kind of reminds me of the like iStock idea where... Right, You've got a lot of different photographers putting up their yeah, photos. Yeah, everyone can submit into their own little yeah. light box or, or yeah, exactly. kind of area. So right? I could buy ten photos yeah. off of iStock, and it's it's from different ten different photographers. photographers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very cool. Thanks, Garvey. Oh, and the second one here, you may also want to look at something like Twitter's Bootstrap at twitter.github.com/bootstrap. Mm. It is a full framework which makes building web pages awesome. Yeah, that, as you get more and more advanced, I think that becomes something that would be, you know, a reasonable thing to check out. I'm um, not sure if, if Dave's looking really for that kind of thing, but good suggestion nonetheless. Definitely. Says, I hope one of these resources will help you out. Um, and P.S., please consider at least a little of some kind of server-side language to handle the layout itself, so you only need to worry about each page's content. Robbie's web development series is all you would need to make a site super easy to maintain, even using static files. Right. Mm-hmm. That's Robbie and Krista's web development series. Oh, so long ago. Cat5.tv <laughs> slash webdev. That's when Krista actually started with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? One of the things that I had mentioned today to David Masters when he sent in that question was basically not to be afraid of using server-side languages because right. really these days it's even if your site is fairly static mm-hmm. as far as appearance goes it's nice to have the ability to do some dynamic things in the back end mm-hmm. yeah no i agree and even just um uh sometimes just the simple things like just php includes and stuff like oh, yeah. that things yeah, that will make sure. it so much easier where if you instead of having to change it on 50 pages or however many you just change it in one spot and right. it's automatically and it's it's so simple it's just yeah so no need to be scared of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and even that's a great example. PHP includes, uh, David, uh, if you go back to our web development series, cat5.tv slash webdev, a uh, great opportunity for you to mm-hmm. l- learn about some of those introductory PHP server-side things. Uh, and I believe you actually licensed under Creative Commons the design that was done yeah. for that. So uh, so you can actually download Krista's design, throw in your own graphics, and, and make it work for you. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Garby, uh, thank you also for making that mention as well. Nice, uh, nice to cross promote some some older uh, productions here at Category mm-hmm. Five too. So that's the thing. After 261 episodes, you, you tend to it some all things come a little bit well, non valid. Oh yeah, covered that again, technology or ago, uh, yeah. yeah, or uh, yeah, it's been so long ago that uh, yeah, I kind of forgot. <laughs> I mean, it's there and it's great, but that's great. Thanks, dude. Oh, here is another question from Lee Bullis. Hey, Lee. Uh, I have an old laptop that has a bad hard drive. I cannot seem to find the OEM hard drive. No. Can I run MacPup on a flash drive as as a long-term solution? Uh, MacPup, yeah, cool. Um, It's like a Puppy Linux kind of branch off or fork that kind of looks a little bit like Mac OS, so you'd love it. 
but it's it's super fast and it's it's very very lightweight and it runs all in like entirely in memory so on an old computer because it's not really utilizing your your hard drive uh, for swapping back and forth and stuff it, it runs really really fast even on an old system uh, I'd like to know though even when you say that you can't find an OEM hard drive that's mm-hmm. OEM means original equipment manufacturer uh, or in this context it means uh, that uh, that he's gone into the store looked on the shelf and can't find a hard drive to replace the one that's defective right um, and so I'd love to know uh, why you're having trouble sourcing that uh, if you can't find it in a retail outlet then I would say get on to uh, just you know any website. I'm sure there's some suggestions in uh, in in the chat room, but tons of different um, OEM hard hard drive re- retailers online. Mm-hmm. Um, even going to something like Amazon as 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 a you know a, an option. Anyways, that's there. Um, so what you'd want to know though is if it's IDE, which is the old kind with all the pins. Or if it's mm-hmm. SATA, which is the kind of newer standard that has uh, just a couple of little, you know, little, um, I don't even know what you call them, interfacey things <laughs> that lock it's in together. It's a technical together. term, folks. Yeah, no <laughs> pins. I don't know. But, you know, that's what you need to know is what kind of drive it is, IDE or SATA, and then just order a drive that's compatible with your computer. But wondering why you can't find one, because you should be able to find a hard drive very, very easily uh, these days. IDE though, if it's really really old, might be hard to find. I probably have some old IDE hard drives. I can I just you know it's floating send you. around. Yeah, I mean they're they're just kicking around because you you don't really do anything with them any day, anymore, and they're so small as far as capacity goes. So, um, but uh, yeah, as far as uh, Mac Pup, I would give that a go on a flash drive. The only thing that I would be wary of with that old laptop, I think it was a laptop. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I would just be very careful. I just worry about having that USB flash drive just kind of sticking out of the back of the laptop or the side of the laptop. Right. Because if that's going to be your operating system and that thing's sticking out this far and somebody knocks it or you you break it off, then, Mm -hmm. you know, so much for data recovery on something like that. Right. But also, you know, keep a backup all the time, right? That's inevitable. But as a net terminal, you know, making it something that you just access cloud-based stuff, like uh, using Gmail for your email, for example, or some other webmail service. Um, I use I, I use Google for the calendaring system and everything. It's pretty handy and it's free, so uh, mm-hmm. works pretty well. Don't expect privacy, but it's it's there and it is accessible. And it would run really, really fast. But my worry is that USB sticking out of the side. I'd look for a USB drive, just a cheap one that's really, really tiny. You can get them that are, you know, about this big now, mm-hmm. you know. So get one of those and make sure it's the enough capacity. But Use that, and then that way you don't have to worry about it sticking out too far from your laptop and getting broken off. Good suggestions. Cool. Thank you very much for your question. Oh, another question from right. uh, Rev D. Jank. Is that right? Hey, Rev D. Jank. That's right. Yeah. Uh, this may not be the best on-air question. Ooh, maybe I should have filtered it. Horrible. <laughs> but having just reviewed show number 260 and watched the H Plus mm, last week. web show interview, something came to mind. What if once every three months, for example, you invite someone from the chat room to help host the show? Ah. Hmm. Since most viewers are elsewhere than Barrie, Ontario, the co-host could participate through a monitored presence. You could give your co-host a vacation day, especially for Eric Kidd, as he came in once on such short notice. <laughs> uh, I don't think that the co-hosts need a vacation. I, I don't know. What, what do you think? I think we're overworked. Yeah. 
underpaid that check is still <laughs> lost in the oh. mail somewhere oh you didn't get that oh yeah i don't know uh, the question there from Rev D. Jank reminded me of there was another question on the postcard about uh, how we do interviews. Because mm-hmm. Rev D. Jank m- mentioning that, uh, well, can't you get somebody to Skype in over the chat room and, and host that way? Uh, and that reminded me uh, there of, of your postcard. Um, the question was, how do we do that? Because mm-hmm. I guess, you know, they saw it happen. And, and of course, it happened last week with H, uh, when we had John on the show. Uh, when do you. Uh, when you do video interviews, what service do you use and how do you connect it to Telestream? That was the question there. And um, it, typically, we use Skype video. Mm-hmm. It works very, very well and it supports HD um, output from uh, what's called Desktop Presenter. And that allows us to stream the screen of the Skype computer over to Wirecast directly. Audio goes out from the audio output into our mixing console. reason we do that is because then it goes through the compressors. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is very very loud on the skype end of things or if something happens that it's really really loud it's not going to clip because it goes through the same compressors that our microphones do so it keeps everything level so that's how we do it uh, as far as getting uh people to do it from the chat room uh, rev d jank uh we're we're definitely working on uh, creating a, a much more you know we're always about the interactivity of the show and that's something that really excites me about category 5 tv because it's it's so much different than television because when you sit down I mean, here you are, you're asking us a question right here on the show. So uh, you, you can't do that sitting in front of a television set with, you know, your, your channel changer. It just doesn't work that way. So, um, so we love that interaction, and that's one of the things that we're really working on improving. One of the things that we're working on, Rev D. Jank, is uh, something that I'm really excited about, really stoked about. When you ask for help with your computer, we want to be able to actually remote into your computer and bring it up on the show and be able to demonstrate visually your screen and how we're able to fix things for you. Um, that's one of the things we're working on in Season 6. You'll even notice if you go to cat5.tv slash ask, there's a little checkbox that says you'd like Robbie to remote into your computer to help with the problem. So that's something that we're developing over Season 6 I'm really excited about. As far as Skype interviews go, and like you say about giving the, the co-host vacations, the way that we've been able to establish that, and you, can, you, can, you, you would have a better understanding of whether or not this has been working, but mm-hmm. you'll remember back, I, I mean, even when you started, you were basically here every single week. Yes. And that's a huge commitment as a volunteer. I mean, it's a lot of fun to do the show, I've got to admit, uh, and I think all the, the co-hosts would agree even if they call me names and all this kind of stuff but it's a lot of fun so it's it's cool but but it can be a pretty big commitment when you got to be here every week so so what we did is we started bringing in more co-hosts so that we can have can rotate it's, have it's a like rotate a, system. yeah it's a rotation so uh so krista's here you know once or twice a month kind mm-hmm. of thing and 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 so is everybody else so and now uh coming up on season six we actually have uh a couple of people who are joining us uh, sasha and abigail uh and uh and so sasha will be here once mm-hmm. a month and abigail will be here once every two months and so that will uh that will actually um give people a little bit of time off uh, as well, but in such a way that we're, everybody's still very involved in the show. It's not that, but but so there is already uh, something in place to mm-hmm. make things a little easier on people like Krista. So, they're so not, stressful. I know it's so tough. <laughs> you get here, you know, before the show, and I'm just yelling out orders and all the things that we need to cover tonight. I know sometimes there isn't fresh water here for me. Really? Did I do that to you? No. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't think you did. I squeezed. It I was fresh trying to think the, of something from the, from the filter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think of something. Great for my laundry. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fresh. 
fresh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, getting people on from uh, from the chat room, we'd love to. I mean, if you if you have a topic and you want to talk to us uh, on the show and uh, you want to present that to us, then then let us know. Um, I I don't think we would ever replace a co-host with somebody in the chat room. That's not how Category Five works. Um, we are very much presenting to you from our studio here in Barrie, and and uh, we welcome you as as guests on the show. Uh, but I I think there's a, a really cool dynamic when we've got a couple people here um, actually doing the show and and presenting from here. It keeps things easier for that me. That makes I Robbie think. look like he has friends. It does. It helps a lot with that. Mm-hmm. My self-esteem, you know? No, I think for me what it does is, uh, Rev D. Jenk is, is to have somebody else like Krista here um, helps me to keep tabs on the chat room because it's hard for me to keep up with everything mm-hmm. on my own. And even somebody over Skype wouldn't be able to provide the same kind of um, interaction with the chat room and, and everything else that, that Krista and the other team, uh, the team members provide to you and to me. So there you have it. I hope that, uh, that clears things up. Yeah. Dennis Kelly, definitely my man. Our community is basically our friends. I mean, we've been, a lot of you have been here for a long time. Jot, I know was here for our, on our second anniversary, you know, and, and lots of you were. And, uh, you know, that's going back. Now we're coming up on five years. Jock, can you believe that it's been that long? So how exciting is that, eh? Yeah. It's yeah. a long time. That's longer a long than time. a lot of sitcoms. A lot of sitcoms who do it 20 episodes a year. <laughs> and we're doing 52. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty exciting. Uh, I'm going to get you to, we're going to jump back into your right. viewer questions, but we're going to just touch on the news tonight. It sounded like you've got a lot of really interesting oh, things to, fantastic to talk things. about. Fantastic things, she says, folks. So, uh, so stick around and 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 check out what what Krista has for us tonight. <laughs> All right, great. Take it away. Mm-hmm. Here are the top stories from the Category Five TV newsroom. Details of an immersive video games display system that projects images of the title's environment around a player's room have been revealed in a U.S. patent belonging to Microsoft. Mm-hmm. The Xbox maker describes extending graphics beyond the edges of a TV to make the experience more realistic. A spokesperson said he could not comment about when a product might be released. That sounds pretty, so pretty cool. Just, and judging by the patent diagram, I mean, if you are a ninja like this guy. We're all ninjas at heart. Pretty good. No, I'm a ninja. You can't see me, can you? Ha. It's, it's your, okay. I'll give you that one. There you go. See how fast <laughs> I am. I move like a ninja. And continuing on. <laughs> She's like, is he, is he done? I don't, I don't. My mom told me if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Nice words. <laughs> um, a huge increase in the value of digital book sales in the UK has been announced by trades, trades organization, the Publishers Association. The value of digital fiction sales in the first half of 2012 was up up 188% on the same period in 2011. Wow. wow. Physical book sales saw a drop in value, dipping 0.4% year to year. Industry experts said that while the figures were healthy, other areas of the industry, such as bookshops, continued to struggle financially. Sales of digital children's books were up 171%, while nonfiction titles increased by 128%. Mm. Wow. It's, a, it's neat to see how technology is, is kind of changing the way we do things. Mm-hmm. But we're still reading, so that's good. Yeah. I can't do it, though. I, I'm definitely one of those. I've got to have a book in my hands. I know. I like the tangible book, too. I, I like the feel of it, but uh-huh. I, I know it's a silly kind of thing, but and people have agreed with me, but the smell 
of a book. That. And maybe it's... Yeah. I mean, I buy yeah. a lot of books from used bookstores, so you really get that old kind of book Someone's smell. Someone's old cigar and whiskey mm, smell on the book. Cigar and whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I like when There's you can look at it. slash humidor. And you can see like... Oh, I'm halfway through, or you know, right. like you can see where you where are. Where am I <laughs> in this Kindle app? Exactly, no idea. Yeah, but no, it's a neat, it's cool. But yeah, I'm kind of a plus. For I like traveling. to have them displayed on my shelf, so I automatically look smarter when people come over. You just have a Kindle? No, no, my books. <laughs> when I have books, <laughs> can you imagine? I think though, like you think about CDs and music and how that has kind of evolved into yeah. MP3s or yeah. iPods for those of you who use. Apple products. Um, but wouldn't you say that it's kind of the similar thing where, you know, we wanted to be able to flip CDs and I yeah. held on to that for you a while. You might be able time. to look at like the. I had the sleeves. I mean, I took them to concerts and had the band sign them mm-hmm. and everything. So they were important to me. And then when all of a sudden that's not. So the now way they, you just, buy it they just sign your iPod or your, your whatever what do you now. Do? And then you know, like, what do you do? It just, here's my tablet. Can you use your finger to Can like sign? sign on my <laughs> note? app you know mm-hmm. there you go uh, but uh, that's kind of the same sort of thing but I think the neat thing about them is that you can put you know hundreds thousands of books in a device mm-hmm. for traveling is kind of brilliant that's true but then when I'm traveling I don't I don't tend to read so huh. well then yeah <laughs> Apple shares closed at a record height of open of almost seven hundred dollars. Oh, you would. As the firm received two million pre-orders for its newly unveiled iPhone five. Oh. Most will be delivered to stores later this week, but due to high demand, surprise, surprise, some customers will not receive their new handsets until October. Ouch! Hmm. I was in the Rogers store, and there was somebody in line in front of me, waited in line to put their name on a list. No. Oh said I'm here to to buy an i uh, an iPhone, iPhone 5. 5 like saw it on the news and thought that they were ready and you could pick quick it up on the draw. today <laughs> yeah really quick on the draw not so much no. uh, it didn't it it wasn't possible no. isn't that crazy though 700 bucks a share when you consider mm-hmm. what 11 years ago 14 15 dollars a share mm-hmm. and there were people who bought up thousands of dollars of shares lucky at that time <laughs> lucky you Woohoo! Mm-hmm. I just some our way. buy apples from the supermarket and then I do that. You know, eat them and that's my investment. <laughs> <laughs> oh so. boy! But seven hundred bucks a share—that's huge, man. So it makes me kind of look at things like research in motion and wonder: you know, are people thinking that that's going to happen again? But could anyone ever right. pull a Steve Jobs ever I don't again? Maybe once. I don't know. You know, maybe after several more years but I don't know I don't know that Research in Motion is the one to do it but would you go out and buy a bunch of shares while they're do- down because that's exactly what happened 11 years ago to them maybe hmm, hmm. maybe <laughs> thinking yes mm-hmm. A laser device for less painful injections has been developed by South Korean scientists. The system could replace traditional needles with a jab as painless as being hit with a puff of air the laser is already used in aesthetic. I knew that was coming. <laughs> used in aesthetic skin treatments. The aim now is to make low-cost injectors injectors for clinical use. Is that necessary? Oh, and look at the image. Star Trek. Yeah. 
that's, that's I am actually cool. pro this. Have you ever been to the dentist and they have that big shiny needle and all you see is like, I think that's just for show. Doo-doo, and you're like, oh, this is going to hurt. It's just how you see it. That kind of makes sense, though. I mean, think about clinics and stuff and mm-hmm. and the sanitation and the waste. Mm-hmm. The the sanitation requires a lot of waste when it, you know hospitals and stuff that are mm-hmm. injecting needles and syringes and you know everything else. But medicines. how do they do it? Like oh, it's a laser. It's I like a, yeah, laser a laser that that puts a little pinprick of a hole that's so small that you can't even feel it. Hmm. And then somehow, I don't know if it uses pressure to send it in. It almost sounds like a bad idea, though, doesn't it? If someone could do injections like that through a laser, though, they could be like sitting across the street with some kind of like, like bacteria or something, and just like, oh, you know, I'm just saying, you get you get stealthy, like 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 with that kind of stuff, and it just gets a little bit scary. What was that wind? (laughs) I'm just saying something to think about. Always it's thinking all, of the worst case Not scenario, all sunshine right? and lollipops, yeah. people. Hey, there's some bad people out there. And lastly... Lastly. But not leastly. Is that a word? Leastly? You made it up, so it is now a word. Oh, Tyler and Cameron Winklevoss, famed for their legal dispute with Facebook, are reported to have invested $1 million in a new social network. The twins sued Facebook founder and owner Mark Zuckerberg, alleging the billionaire had stolen their idea. The Wall Street Journal reported the twins had now backed SumZero, a site aimed the fi- a site aimed the financial community. Uh, it is the first investment made by Winklevoss Capital, a firm set up using money from their $65 million settlement. Wow. <laughs> Get the full stories at category5.tv slash newsroom. The Category 5.TV newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions by our community of viewers. If you have a news story you think is worthy of honor, mention email us at newsroom at category5.tv. From the Category 5.TV newsroom, I'm Krista Wells. Thanks, Krista. Uh, and thanks also to Roy w-, Roy w. Nash. A lot of people um, don't realize how involved uh, Roy is in, in the newsroom. Uh, faithfully sending us news stories every single week all throughout season five and uh, that's just a really big helper for for us here at the show and we appreciate uh, everything that you do Roy so thanks for being a part of the show and also I want to thank our sponsors uh, Quartery Electric Uh, they're our official electric uh, company at Category 5 TV and you can find out more about them on your screen there but of course also at QuarteryElectric.com if you're listening to this in audio form uh, you can give them a phone call at 705 Three two six two one seven nine. Also, would love for you to uh, get a free one-month trial of Netflix. You can do so by going to cat5.tv/netflix. Uh, that little quick link is going to automatically hook you up with a one-month free trial. It's about eight bucks a month after the free trial has expired. Uh, and of course, if you're for any reason unhappy with the service while you're in that trial, you mm-hmm. can cancel it at any time. But I don't think that's. But you won't happen. be because it's fantastic. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. We actually ended up canceling all other television services and just sticking with them. And we're thinking about it. Yeah. I hardly watch like actual cable TV or like mm-hmm. digital TV anymore. Yeah. Hardly. I love no commercials. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. I love that it's readily available. And one of the things that I really love about Netflix, unlike every, because I had a computer hooked up to the TV mm-hmm. and we would watch our shows that way through websites and everything. But the problem is you always, I always forgot Okay, well, what episode were we on? Oh, right. Right? We fall a couple weeks behind 
you know, So You Think You Can Dance is up on Fox.com, and mm-hmm. we're trying to follow along, and we, we're three shows behind, and so, mm-hmm. okay, we'll click on this one. No, that's not it. And you're standing at a computer and mouse over right. by the TV, and it's, it's frustrating. So Netflix, though, on the remote, Shows you your remembers mm-hmm. where you are, not only by the episode, like, as far as progress, like, if I had to stop it halfway through an episode, I can resume, but also it will remember what episode I'm on. Mm-hmm. So if which I finish an episode... Yeah. Which is great for when we're watching these old shows like Sliders, because we're in, you know, about, I don't know if we're season four or whatever, and and so, you know, it remembers we're on season four, episode nine. So next time I start it, it automatically starts at that episode. No having to think cool. about it. No having to take notes. We used to keep a notepad next <laughs> to the TV. It's great. Love it. Yeah. Andrew Jameson saying, Netflix is great if you want old TV shows, but they're slow at getting some new movies and shows. And they're actually not so bad anymore. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of a, a, mm-hmm. a stig- stigma, if you will, about about the service. Um, there are great old shows, but it learns from what you like, and then it starts presenting you with new stuff, mm-hmm. and you can search. And there is a lot of good stuff and a lot of new release movies and, and lots and lots of old release movies as mm-hmm. well, but all the best. And it's pretty much like the best of walking into a movie store and that's the best of that's Netflix in a lot of ways other than all the vampire stuff is there a lot of vampire stuff on there? that's kind of dumb there's a lot of vampire stuff on on TV in general yeah yeah once you've seen one you've seen them all (laughs) I guess I don't know Invincible Mutant does make a good point what about Star Trek? What about Star Trek? What about Star Trek? What about it? That's what we need to petition Netflix for. Star Trek. <laughs> um, I kind of liked it without it, to be honest. It'd be better with. Yeah. Would it? Right. Hey, would anyone uh, like to send in your question via the chat room? We'd love to hear from you. We've got more uh, viewer questions as well. And don't forget, if you would like to give us a call, I know it's, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to call us, you don't have to, but do give us a call if you want to let us know what you think of the show, mm-hmm. uh, how you've enjoyed Season 5 of uh, Category 5 TV. Uh, we, we rarely open up the phone lines, and so I just thought I'd give you that opportunity tonight if you would like. Um, I know you've got some questions. I'm kind of... Well, Guru sent me a, an Android phone a couple of weeks ago, and, mm-hmm. and I really fell in love with android and i've got this tablet now and so i've got the the chat room up and this is the uh a tablet from acer it's the iconia tab i think okay. it's called a500 and it's just an old tablet but the the neat thing i think about tablets these days is that they're starting to well time has gone by we're no longer at in the ipad one generation where <laughs> that's all there is and they're 600 bucks and that's yeah, the only everybody option. has one now Every, Every company, company has, has one. Yeah. yeah, this is uh, this is ice cream sandwich on here, and th- the fact is is that because we're we're in a time where they've been out for a while. This is an mm-hmm. older tablet, technically, but it's got HDMI t- uh, 720p guaranteed output, and I think there there's a flash version that you can or a firmware, I should say, that you can install to get 1080p. Um, and there's other things like a USB port. So I plug a USB flash drive in there. You don't get that on an iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can upload photos directly from the USB. So there's a couple of neat things about it. But because we're at this time where tablets have been around for a little while, it's 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's like... That's pretty good. This is fantastic. We're seeing that kind of thing happen. And, and I think with Android now being as awesome as it is, and we're going to be looking at it more and more on the show, but without taking away from Guru's show, I would encourage you to check out uh, androidbuffet.com. Uh, and uh, I'm going to be doing the same Wednesday nights, 10 o'clock Eastern time, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but check out his his uh, his site. 
And uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of loving it. Mm-hmm. You have a tablet? I don't. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, I would like one, mm-hmm. but I don't have one. Right. But you know, mm-hmm. such as I'm waiting for the new one so I can up Robbie. You don't need the new one though. This is my point: is that now there's so much available well, out there. You just find one that meets your needs, and that's it will good. be shinier. But, but that I'm different because I'm not. I think the Apple mindset is that you always want the biggest, best, fastest, highest resolution pictures. Everything has got to be the best. That's that mm-hmm. is the mindset of the Apple fan. Mm-hmm. Well, simple. It's to true. be to be fair, if I were to get a tablet, it would be to showcase my portfolio. So high resolution is and and good picture. Yeah, I suppose there is. It's kind but of what I'd be going for. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not dissatisfied with the screen, and you can hook it up via HDMI to the TV in the presentation room. Mm-hmm. So you don't get that on the iPad unless you buy separate adapter for 50 more bucks True. and the device itself is $500 more uh, but uh, we're just you know if you're like me and, you, and you're just like I just want something that lets me you know got the chat room up I've, I'm able to watch the show I'm able to uh, get Facebook and Twitter and my email and Netflix even mm-hmm. on the tablet which is kind of cool um, then yeah, there's a lot of options out there now it's kind of cool yeah I'm kind of I'm kind of liking it and, the, and to see from this side how many screens are going on, it's kind of right. uh, kind of cool. <laughs> impressive. So there's the tablet there. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. So what do you got for me? I have more questions. All right. Obviously. Well, let's take tons those. of questions. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and our website is www.category5.tv. Just another note, again, we've got about 15 minutes left of the show tonight. If you would like to give us a call, 254-5-CAT-5-TV. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a question for us and you want to call it in, as opposed to uh, in the chat room or by email, uh, you can do that as well. Call in? Do it. Who's calling? I don't know. Hmm. Anyways. If you're watching, call in. <laughs> call in. Oh, here's a question from Archaic Reality. Hey, Archaic Reality. I am a brand new viewer and a beginner Linux user. I have always wondered what the actual differences are between the myriad of file managers and terminals. So would it be possible to do an in-depth analysis as to the differences? Thanks. Hmm. Well... I don't know. I mean, it's it's really, it boils down to there's different flavors of stuff, right? And and they're made by different mm-hmm. groups of people. Uh, I use Nautilus and Gnome. I like it. And that's what I use. And I kind of, that's that's cool. But if you use KDE, then you're using, using something else. So, um, and, you know, it's kind of the same as, you know, in Windows, you've got My Computer or Explorer. And Mac, you've got Finder. And, you know, it's yeah. just a different way of interacting with your hard drive and, and the way that you, you get around your files. But what's neat about Linux is you can install multiple different, um, pretty much anything. So if you want to try different file managers, go ahead and install another one. Now, that said, if you install a file manager that's designed for KDE, you might be uh, then adding some KDE libraries to your GNOME desktop. But that's okay, and uh, and it should work. But uh, But do be mindful that it will probably install some extra stuff that perhaps comes with that package or is a dependency to that. Would we do a review of individual file managers? I think we could. Um, I think it's probably, it's a bit of a, you know, I mean, we could look at even distributions that use different file managers and it's kind of the same sort of thing. We've looked at some different distributions here, uh, but never with a focus directly on the file manager. So, um, 
But unfortunately, I don't have any, uh, you know, really installed on here that I could show you tonight. I just use Nautilus, and it works really, really well. And, and what that is, this is Nautilus, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just how I access my file system. So if I go into terminal and actually type Nautilus, there it is. Yeah, it's just like your my computer on Windows, if you will. So, but yeah. Um, perhaps you uh, viewers in the chat room let us know what your favorite file manager is and uh, we'll we'll take a look at them on a future show absolutely for our, our viewer that uh, that was asking there archaic reality and thanks for watching the show thanks for checking out Linux and, and category 5 TV and uh, hope you really enjoy both Midnight Commander John is saying that's a little different well how about another question yeah please great be great Oh, this is from uh, GWG, the guru. The guru. Hey, buddy. Uh, dear Robbie and insert co-host name here. Krista. That's me. Mm. As you are probably reading this as a testimonial. Oh, we're not, but we now it's a testimonial. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have no a longer testimonial. a question. <laughs> we have a testimonial here from Gadget Wisdom Guru for Robbie and Krista. Mm-hmm. Please take it away. Testimonial. Yeah. Okay, it is Tuesday, September 18th. I'm completing my celebration of the Rosh Hash... Oh, I'm so sorry. Hashanah? Um, the Jewish New Year. And, and we should just say, like, I mean, sometimes we don't get the pronunciation right, but absolutely yeah. do respect, Guru. Um, we don't know all the words. The... Well, yes. I have trouble with... Uh, that's the funny <laughs> Everyday thing. Everyday right? words. Mean, everyday <laughs> words. Yeah. Where uh, is Chris Reich? <laughs> too busy drinking. <laughs> are we that bad? <laughs> the accounting ledgers of the world are made up. The fate of all for the coming year is determined. There are then 10 days for appeal before Yom Kippur when those ledgers and the fate are all sealed. Uh, it is somewhat fitting that the eve of Yom Kippur is next week. Uh, hmm. Sorry, next week coincides with your anniversary celebration, which is the beginning and the end of something as well. It is the beginning of another cycle and a project for which you and your co-hosts give generously of your time and often your money. I have no doubt that when accounts are added up, there is a large number in your column for all that you give of yourself. Cheers, man. I am sorry I cannot join you for your celebration, but may you, your family, and the Category 5 family merit many pleasant and good years. Uh, from the Guru. Thanks, Guru. Appreciate it very, very much. Perfect. Sounds good. And then this one is actually a question. Okay. It's not a testimonial this time. It's the real deal, folks. Is it? Yeah. Uh, this is from Dave Tech. Hey, Dave. Uh, it says, you, <laughs> Robbie One, you are my only hope. <laughs> oh, could you please say it like Leia? <laughs> Help me, Robbie One. <laughs> you are my only hope. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal West. <laughs> See, Star Wars I like. I should say Let's I not get into this I argument, Star okay? Wars. <laughs> so, sorry for the Star Wars reference. We're adults. Adults on the show. <laughs> <laughs> With toys. With toys. On the set. It's all good. Oh. 
I am looking to convert an old Windows 2003 server into a Linux server at church for our internet TV crew. I would like to be able to connect several Windows Windows 7 PCs mm-hmm. to it so that the staff can log in with their credentials on any of the Windows PCs, which is about five computers, and print to a printer attached to the server. Okay. Information on how to do this exactly seems to be very scarce on the web. The only solid information I have so far is that I need to use uh, uh, SAMBA4. Samba, yeah. Sure. Samba 4. Uh, but there are little or no instructions available on how to use it. Mm. I know that Turnkey Linux has a domain controller, drop-in mm-hmm. PDC replacement, but I don't know how to use it. I tried setting up in a virtual machine and got through all the guided setup and settings on the web interface, but I couldn't get a Windows 7 machine connected to it. Help. Love the show. Okay. Yeah, well, I hope that uh, that I can help you there for sure. Um so I think it comes down to understanding mm-hmm. what each of those different things are. So you talk about a domain right. controller that's powered by Turnkey Linux, and the domain controller allows you to set up a Windows domain, but it's not necessary to be able to print to a printer if you ha- you know for you don't need a domain to do that. Uh, Samba four is file sharing, so that's being able to access files through a network on a specific server mm-hmm. on the hard drive. So what what I think you're probably looking for is what's called CUPS or CUPS. That's included in your Linux port 631, I think it is. Uh, so if you go localhost colon port 631, let's take a look. Localhost colon 631. There it is. So on my system 1.4.6, you can you can set up your printers, but essentially it taps into um, your already existing you know your printer system because when you set up a printer here, it's actually doing it on CUPS as well. So if I add it here, see what happens? It's going to, you know, I'd be able to find all, you know, my printers that are on the network. CUPS is the uh, the Linux printing system, um, and it's going to allow you to um, share that printer once you've set it up. So on the server, you could set up, it could just be Ubuntu Linux by itself. I would go with maybe the server edition and then throw a desktop on top of it just so that you've got a familiar interface that you can you can use and then you can log out. Um, even just install something like a, a light desktop or something. Um, uh, so regardless, you get CUPS. It's already installed in your s- system. You've got a, a Ubuntu server running. You set up the printer just as you normally would, and then you simply share that printer. And then all of your computers on the network can print to that printer just by uh, IP address. You would just add it um, as a network printer to each Windows box. That's one option. Um, I don't think you need to have a domain controller realistically unless you really need to be able to control um, group policies and things like that. Sounds to me like that's not what you're looking to do. Um, and again, Samba is the secondary thing that you would that you would put in there, which Samba server probably, I'm not sure if it's included or you may need to activate that just by right-clicking on a folder and, and tell it to share and Ubuntu will automatically install Samba for you. Uh, but that is where you can create let's say, uh, a folder on the RAID drives in the server, and you can set that up as, uh, you know, a Z drive on all your Windows systems, and everybody can save their f- stuff to that so that it's on the the RAID and the server, because I hope you've got a RAID in the server, like a RAID 1 or something like that, a stripe set, um, something that has redundancy. And then, um, from there, um, y- you know, you've got a, a way to save stuff on the server, and then from the server, you back it up. So you don't have to go around backing up at each individual terminal. But again, you don't need a domain controller to do any of that. So Ubuntu with CUPS and Samba will give you, CUPS gives you printing. 
share and you'll be able to share it over Samba and Samba gives you the uh, the ability to share files as well so hopefully I mean that's not a how-to that's just a those are what the technologies are and and the chat room is active as well check out the chat logs for episode number 261 and uh, and Linux of course for those of you who aren't familiar with it is a is an alternative operating system to Microsoft Windows and as our viewer is mentioning nice to be able to install these different things and create a Windows network without having to license a Windows Server product because that can get really really expensive. You've got your Windows Server platform, the operating system itself, plus user cals, and you know you've got to pay for the licensing on a regular basis for those things, plus antivirus, plus all the other stuff that comes from running a Windows Server, and and the headaches of administration as well. So, um, yeah. I think that'd, that'd be good. Um, just Invincible Mutant mentioning that Samba will share the printers, but you need to have CUPS in order to uh, in, or, in order to add that printer. But of course, that comes with your Linux distro. So, D- does that make sense? I hope so. Just really, really quick. I've got a folder on my computer. I right-click on it because I've got GNOME installed. So this is like Ubuntu-Desktop is the package name, and go sharing options. Share this folder. See what happens? Oh, there you go. That's exactly what happens. Sharing service is not installed. Do you want to be able to install it? So you click on install, and all of a sudden, lo and behold, I've got sharing service on my computer, on my Mm -hmm. Ubuntu system. So now my Windows 7 systems can access it via IP address or hostname, if you've got the hostnames all set up correctly. But IP address will definitely work for you. So map it as a network drive. Access the printer. I hope that helps. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) Have we got anything real quick that we can cover Um, uh, in the last few moments of the show? As we wrap up, technically, as we wrap up Season 5 here at Category 5 Technology TV. Oh, this one might be okay. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go quick? Let's do it. Okay. Um, From JP. Uh, Anyway, says, well, Robbie, I did it. I went... 1 a.m. 1. Oh, I am. Oh, I am. Sorry, 100% Linux. <laughs> 100% it's, Linux. It's the number one. So I, uh, oh. I am using Linux Mint 13 Cinnamon. Oh, the names. Um, I got two. Has two questions. Um, how do I get Compiz to work? Uh, that might be a longer answer. But sure. two, how can I change my mouse pointer? Love the show. I just didn't know if, if that was maybe you left off easy. his last. Oh, P.S. You and all. Oh, sorry. All the co-hosts rock. And Robbie. He said, and you. And me. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Thanks. Um, okay. So, 100% Linux. Dude, congratulations. That's a big step. And like I was saying, Linux is a way to save money, but also to have a, a really good user experience on your computer because it becomes your computer. And you're, it's like the difference between an Apple tablet and an Android tablet. You have freedom with that Android tablet, really, to make it your own customize it and set it up um similarly linux lets you do that and to be 100 percent linux now is uh is really really good and did you notice how i offended her right at the last two minutes of the show on purpose pretty cool huh uh but uh yeah i i would say uh uh try comp is dash dash replace jump into terminal or hit alt f2 comp is space dash dash replace that will get Compiz active for you. Then get Compiz Config Settings Manager installed from your Synaptic Package Manager. It might be uh, abbreviated as CCSM, and that program will uh, will allow you to configure it. So you'll be good to go. All right, give that a try. Folks, that is all the time that we have for this 
episode number 261 of Category 5 Technology TV. Been fun having you here. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Crystal Wells, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being here. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope to see you not as soon next time. Yeah. Well, I think we're, you know, we're on for, you know, a few more days this month. It's, it's been busy. We had a photo shoot on Saturday for the, was it Saturday uh, or Sunday? Sunday. Uh, Sunday. This weekend. You know, this past weekend we had our, our photo shoot for, for season six, so we've uh, we've really been you know working hard to get ready for season six for you. So, hope that you all really really enjoy yourselves uh, as we go into you know our, our anniversary special next week. Don't forget if you're in the Barry area, please join, join us. us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And visit our website category5.tv for all the details, including the prizes that we're going to be giving away absolutely free at this free event. So hope to see you next week. Mm -hmm. Thanks, everybody, for being here. And uh, join us from home. And we'll see you uh, next week at our fifth anniversary show. Sounds good. See you. Later, everybody. See ya. We hope you enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at Category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. 